Hello and welcome to another podcast with your boy Bobby on 19, Alex and Jim. Uh, we don't have James this time because... Uh, He's a sellout. He would rather be wanking. He would quite literally rather be wanking than do an episode of the show that has made him who he is today. Quite literally. <sighs> so we can't have a proper intro, basically. Yep. He put wanking o- above doing this show, so... All, all of the grief he's gonna get on Twitter is 100% warranted and justified. In fact, his Twitter handle is at aptanio. Um, if you want to go and send him an extremely rude message, please do. He yeah. quite frankly deserves it. Because what what have we been up to, Jim? Today? Um, today when I got up, I put on my Star Trek socks. No, the thing that's actually relevant. Um, we went to see The Avenger. I mean, do you know what my favourite part was? No spoilers yet. <laughs> I was just going to say a massive spoiler. Um, my favourite part was uh, when all the gnomes came on the st- screen mm-hmm. and one was going... It was worse because she was sort of like tapping her feet then just going... And then, and so on. I swear to God, this gnome movie, it, it looks like one of the worst films um, That's the ever. weird thing. Apparently, like, none of that type of shit is even in the movie. Just it's, it's just pure advertisement. That makes me hate it even more. Yeah. It's so, so cynical. Yeah. So we saw Infinity Man. Um, Age of... And because the zeitgeist and pop culture, we feel obliged to <clears throat> say something about it, at least. Um, if, if you, we're going to go into it a little bit, I guess. Um, if you don't want any spoilers, skip to the time code that's on the screen now. Okay. Can we just talk about a little spoiler? Um, I, f- yeah, I thought, man. I thought it was yeah, so, so yeah, man. you know, Benedict Cucumber Snatch. You know, he- when his name came up at the end, I was, I actually read it as Benedict Cucumber Man or whatever. <laughs> But when he... <laughs> he must have felt so lame every time he went like... Because, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it looked kind of lame in the movie, let alone... I like, like his powers. Yeah, the, the powers are cool. My name was Benedict. But, um... Is that your point? Is that it? Yeah. That's... Alright, so... What's that, a 9 out of 10 from you? I'd say a high 7. I think all of us liked it in some form. Yeah, even James. James was going in like, oh, I don't even know why I agreed to come to this. And I was like, James, I asked you if you wanted to come. Yeah. We didn't, like, force you or anything. He, I was he ex- told me I that, that the only reason it. he came was because you offered. Like, that was it. Yeah, as you do, you invite your friends to things. Yeah. When you're making like, plans. Did, I don't think he actually wanted to see it, but because you asked, he said yes. That's never stopped him from saying no before. That's what I don't understand. He'd rather be wanking than being uh-huh. on Jarkas. Man, it's really hard work sitting in a chair and <laughs> talking into a microphone for a little bit. Um, but anyway, about the actual movie. Yeah, man. So let's talk about the structure of the movie a little bit. Because yeah, the movie is essentially split into two movies. More like four movies, man. Well, no, one, when the sequel comes out, it'll be four movies. Alright. But, you know, there's, like, the Earth stuff and the space stuff. And the only real crossover, like, 
is is Thor. Mm-hmm. You know, who goes from being in space to back on Earth. Totally. And like, can you take this seriously, I please? Am. I'm just doing what you did to me. Now you know how it feels. I don't do that. You did that one time, and there's the time I said like about 48 times in <laughs> two sentences. And like, um, like, when like, uh, Chris Pratt is talking to, uh, see, Robert Downey, and he's like, your plan's rubbish. And I was like, dude, fucking A right. Your plan's sucky, my plan epic Let's go. Yeah, man. That's the way it went. I was, I was thinking about it on the way home in terms of um, a typical movie and how typical movies are structured. It's not really like a typical movie <laughs> in many no, ways. It all. can't be. It couldn't be. There's because What character has, has an arc? Um, it's just Thanos, right? Thanos does... The thing is, all the other characters' arcs have have already well, like, that's the happened. thing. That's why... Or by the end of the movie, really. they're like halfway through. It's it's difficult. And if I did have a complaint for the movie, it's that every sort of emotional thing, every single one in the movie, and there, there are a, a bunch that try to get your emotions going, every single one of them is, is a death. And someone reacting to that death. They, there's mm. like no emotional payoff beyond that. Yeah. It's a typical trap to fall into. Yeah. All drama comes from... From death and nothing else. Yeah. Whereas... I feel like with the whole thing with the vision... Yeah. You know? Because that's two characters in the movie... Where it's like... You have to kill me, otherwise he's gonna... Do stuff. Which it, was a, it was an ongoing theme. Yeah, yeah. With, um... Because then Thanos ends up having to do it himself. Killing someone you care about. Mm-hmm. But, um... <clears throat> I guess because of that theme... I mean... There's so many fucking characters to have to balance. And... They're all... Pretty much as important as each other. Apart from Thanos being the most important. Yeah. Every one of the Avengers. I was surprised. I thought... With Hulk... They kind of did the the opposite of, of what they normally do of Hulk where at first he can't be the Hulk and then by the end now he can become the Hulk mm-hmm. but it's the opposite he starts as the Hulk and he can't do it again after it. I liked all that 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 was the that was one of the many highlights for me because what the Hulk yeah not doing it we, we're all expecting him to burst out of the Hulkbuster yeah. as the Hulk you're waiting for it and it never happens and it's pretty good. And the the fact that they sort of show that they're two different characters, like yeah, Bruce. And whenever I would listen to Spill in the old days, there was a comic book show they did, mm-hmm. and whenever they describe the Hulk, they would always highlight the fact how the characters are quite different. Yeah. Um. And the, and they've done a good job of the, the way. That. Yeah. The way I'd always interpreted it, like beforehand, was that the Hulk is like still him, but just dumber. Yeah. But, like, yeah. the same perception. But in this, it's, like, clear. One thing I was a little bit confused on was how in Thor Ragnarok, Thor, um, the Hulk, um, when he turned back into Bruce Banner, he had no memory of what had happened mm-hmm. in the time in between. But when the Hulk crashes into Earth at the beginning, he remembers 
Thanos and says, Thanos is coming. Is that... I guess he hadn't been the Hulk as long. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Minor inconsistency or whatever. Like, I don't really care, but... He, he but can it, turn into a giant green monster. Yeah, like, it did cross my mind, is all. I didn't even consider I that. Said, I said in my superhero video that I released a couple of days ago, um, there's a section at the end I did that was like about the future. Because I hadn't seen Infinity War, of course, yeah, at that yeah. point. And I briefly mentioned it saying, as long as the villain is interesting and the action is good, then I'll kind of be happy with it. That's all I'm expecting. And that's very much exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, I... I would go as far to say as this is the best Marvel villain so far. Really? Yeah. You'd put him above Vulture? You'd put him above the guy from Civil War? The German guy? Yeah. Huh. It's just like... He's cool. He's he's an interesting character who can actually take on um, the, the Avengers instead of like the clever twist with the Civil War villain was that it wasn't a super-powered, mm-hmm. you know, ultimate guy. Yeah. He was just an average Joe. I just like how... to do what he did. How throughout the movie, though, like, Thanos gets more and more powerful, and it's mm-hmm. clearly shown, like, what he becomes more capable of doing all these different things, as well as him developing as a character. And, like, even his backstory, which they don't tell in, like, a ham-fisted way, but it's, like... It made like, sense. It's yeah. like, oh, that's... Because I was going in there expecting... Like, well, I was expecting mustache twirling. I was expecting Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Yeah, like, oh, he's so evil. He wants to kill like everything. Well, my understanding was the character was that he was like in in love with death or something with the concept of death, right. and all he cared about was that. Um, maybe he's like that in the comics. I'm sure someone in maybe the he's comments in will like let me know. That in some of the comics, maybe um, he's like this in others. Yeah, but uh, they made his motivations very clear mm-hmm. um but it's like you can clearly see how he'd get to to like his it's one of the, process the very now. good villains where you completely understand their motivations and there's never a point where you're like well yeah I, like, I'm, I'm totally with Thanos to be honest like <laughs> I, I, I'm with him all the way you I, say that but like yeah, the idea of killing half of all people, that's half of our family. Well, and you have to think friends. about what he's experienced. Like, on his planet, he witnessed what is happening to our planet already. And he saw, saw that things weren't working. He saw the downfall of his own planet. Yeah. And now he's taken it upon himself, whether it be right or wrong, to be this kind of arbiter of not like survival. justice but just the correct way of surviving you know it's the the needs of the many thing yeah he is he he clearly does sort of enjoy killing a little bit which you know is it yeah he's a bit of a sadist but there's always just a little spark of this guy's got he's got a code like mm-hmm. he leaves people alive he comments on yeah i like you and stuff like that which I liked. Yeah, you're kind of winning me over on the... I was just compelled every time he was on screen. I was, yeah. ex- I was expecting him to be maybe the weakest part. The way he's shown in um, like the the Avengers, the first Avengers like credits, after credits, 
Where he looks goofy. You just and he think, turns oh, around. Here he goes, yeah, I'm gonna get you guys. Yeah, that smile at the end of Avengers just is nothing. It doesn't indicate anything of no. what this character we ultimately saw was. Do you know? What, do you know what he was to me, Thanos? What was he to you? He he was what I was imagining Ultron to be in mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Slightly more he's, serious. He's a complete like polar opposite to like all of the Avengers. Yeah, because it makes sense having so many sort of light-hearted, quippy characters when mm-hmm. the person they're against is this horrible. And uh, another thing about um, the the quippiness, because that's kind of been a pet peeve of mine for a while. Yeah, because like a lot of the characters boil down to that. But like the way it's done in this movie. It's almost like a defense mechanism for a lot of them, and well, because they they all have like messed up pasts. There was a great scene where with Thor and Thor and Star Lord, where they're almost competing on who's got yeah. the most messed up. Because when history. they said it the way they did, I was like, "God, you're right." When you say yeah, it that way, complete, it's, <laughs> it's it's being self-aware in like a brilliant way. Yeah, man. Mhm. Mhm. Fucking totally. Just fucking on point. <laughs> Who who are characters you don't typically like? Who are the ones where you're like, oh, here we go. I'm not looking forward to you being in it. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. The thing is, I I'm just think different with her. Like that's that's the problem. But the actor is really good. Yeah. And She's all the solid. scenes with her and the Vision are like convincing. But the thing is, I haven't seen enough of either of those characters. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Like I don't know anything about Scarlet Witch. Like. Her backstory. You, you well, can, you do, but you don't have the emotional connection. You can feel that they're only being characterized because of the necessity yeah. of Vision having the stone mm-hmm. embedded in his head. Um, I guess as fun as the movie is, we've got to talk about the dust in the room. The um, dust. That being the, the big worry that... Oh, yeah. Death possibly has no consequence whatsoever in the Marvel Universe from this point. Um, it kind of completely depends on what they do in the next one or this Captain Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, well, the, the thing is that it's obvious that the characters that died in this movie aren't staying dead. Well, yeah. Not all of certain them. Certain ones. Like, Black Panther's coming back. Spider-Man's coming back. We mm-hmm. know these films are coming. Um, uh, Bucky. There's no yeah. way he's staying dead. Because mm-hmm. he's he's most likely going to take over Captain America when... Yeah, characters that haven't, like, finished their contract... You know, yeah, are coming back. Yeah, whereas exactly. all the characters from the first Avengers that we know, are, they're, they're actually ones that could possibly die in the next yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, How would you but, feel about them kind of flipping it, kind of fake killing all of the ones that eventually in the next one take over? Because the actual deaths are the Avengers <clears throat> we all started with. Yeah. The originally, I would have hated the idea. But now that Spider-Man's one of the new ones, like, I'm totally fine with that. Because he's so much... Like, if it was just Falcon, Scarlet Witch, um, Silver Iron Man, you know, those guys, it would just be like, yeah. I, I don't give a shit about any of you. Because all those characters have never had their own movie. Mm-hmm. We've never seen, like, their arcs. Yeah. Whereas... The new guys have, but Spider-Man's had his own movie, and even before that, he's just automatically likable because he's Spider-Man. He's shaping up to be one of the best uh, Avengers. 
Mm-hmm. I think Tom Holland's like a really good actor as well. With, with, yeah, particularly with, in this movie, I was like, wow. With what he's given, what little he's given. Well, there's that really good scene in Homecoming where he's trapped under the rocks. Um, that's a particularly well-acted scene, I thought. Oh, when him. he's quite scared. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of vulnerability came out from him then. But it's like... I thought the scene with Gamora was like... They were teasing the, the Wonder Woman twist. Where it's like, there's the secret thing... But you don't know what it is. What Wonder Woman twist? Um, I'm about to explain it. Okay. In Wonder Woman, there's like, there's this secret weapon that one day you'll find out what it is. And the whole movie, you're like, dude, I wonder what it is. And then it's revealed, Wonder Woman is the weapon. She's the thing. There's the secret source. Right. Um, I thought they were going to do a similar thing where, like, the gem or stone was somehow part of Gamora or... Mm -hmm in Gamora or no you know something like that she was it or some shit um instead they I like this spin on it with with him having to really commit to his cause and that's like the yeah. moment where he he could turn back but he's he's too far mm-hmm. gone um and he he kills his own daughter just for the sake of this crusade yeah his crusade um but the problem the problem with that is if you can undo deaths, um, are they which just going to bring Gamora which back? they establish in this movie. I, I'd be okay with some of these characters coming back. I'm fine with bringing Bucky back. I'm fine with Black Panther, whatever. Spider-Man. Um, yeah, of course, Spider-Man. Um, but there I, are a few that need to stay dead for the, this film to I, remain effective. I think the way they're going to do it is that the, the people that died via like turning into this, the mist. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be able to come back. But... Like anything prior to that? I, well, I it depends uh, how they do it, how they actually bring these characters back. Because mm-hmm. um, you don't want to be left asking the questions of, well, how, why don't they just bring everyone who's ever died back then? Yeah. You know, like um, in Kingsman <clears throat> 2, they suddenly introduce mm-hmm. this stupid thing that undoes any death so after every every time someone dies they either have to kill them in a ridiculous way to the point where there's nothing left of their body mm-hmm. or you're just left saying well why don't they just bring them back to life death means nothing in this universe now that's the great fear and it's the one thing Marvel has always been criticised for is the fact that um, well because like Loki's died a hundred times yeah mm. for a long time Loki was the most interesting villain mm-hmm. in the whole universe and then they faked his death multiple times, and he's fine. And then he dies again in this movie, and you're just expected to, like, is he really going to come back? <laughs> Loki. Yeah. I think for this film to remain effective, Loki needs to stay dead, Gamora needs to stay dead, and so does Vision. Um, the the others, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like I said, because there's such like a a huge amount of time I, I assume because we, we haven't been told the laws of how his little gemstone that reverses time and stuff works mm. so and the the one time he uses it is like right after something has happened so if there's sort of a time restraint where like you can't go to a skeleton and reverse that like thousands of years I guess that's true um, they maybe acknowledge it in Doctor Strange because when he does the time thing it shows the the like magic on the glove in a similar fashion to what Doctor Strange does mm-hmm. but um 
it is worrying. It's yeah. the first thing that came to my head. It was like, you're doing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's it's kind of obvious that, like, you know this film's part one of two. Yeah. Chances are, what well, any smart writer would have it ending with the villain winning, especially when you know, when they know it's a, they have the money in the bag. They don't have to worry yeah. about bringing people back. So why not end with every character dying? You know? Some people are upset about it, but some people love it. Um, I don't know how you can be upset by it, because it's so obvious what, like, they're not yeah. gone. I mean, I, I feel like... It was exactly what I was expecting in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go into this, I, I don't know what... From what this, what possibly could this have been building to other than something like this? Where the focus is quips, character interactions, um, a, vi- a villain that wants to destroy the whole universe. Well, actually, he doesn't really want to destroy the whole universe. He wants to destroy half the universe. He wants to... <laughs> To purge. Kind of, yeah, purge the universe to keep it sustainable. Um, but with the main the main focus being on comedy, minor bits of drama, and action. Um, and it's kind of like just a big, big fight. Lots of action figures. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that. what what else do you want, really? I'm not looking for intricate character development in a movie called the Avengers Infinity War with a big purple man with a golden glove with gems on it <laughs> you know but I mean it it gives you more than that baseline there mm-hmm. that's what because I'm saying there, there is intricate I mean not intricate intricate but interesting complex, interesting but complex enough characters the, the only thing I wanted because, because in my mind I know all of these characters really well now. Mm-hmm. I know how they all tick. I know their motivations. So I don't need to learn. In the in these movies where they all come together, I don't need to learn anything about them in particular. What I need to learn about are uh, the antagonists yeah. or new characters who are introduced. And I felt they spent the time wisely on Thanos developing him and yeah. why he, he does what he does and what his goals are. And he ultimately ends up winning. Um, which I, I still managed to be surprised by a lot of it too. I didn't expect Gamora to die. No. I thought that was the most surprising thing of all to me. Because I thought I thought it was going to be either Captain America or Iron Man who yeah, were going to die. Which would have been pretty obvious. Wait. Too obvious, almost. Um, the thing, I've got a feeling one of them's going to die in the next movie, but they'll be together. And they'll be able to sort of apologise to each other for Civil War. That's how I think it's going to go. Yeah. Or they're going to die fighting together, like both of them, I don't know. I was I was a little upset that there wasn't more Cap- Captain America. I, I was thinking that when the movie ended, but then I thought we've... Like, the, the previous big yeah, Marvel movie of- was Captain America. Like... Yeah. I'm not upset, you know what I mean. I'm just like, yeah. I would have liked to see more of him because I just like him so much. Yeah. Um, I'm glad there wasn't a ton of time spent on Wakanda or Wakanda. 
because I Wanda. really was Yeah, Wanda. I wasn't that f- f- big of a fan of Black Panther, so those were the parts I was dreading the most. But I thought it was just fine, um, especially having just throwing in uh, like, Thor I've, and Groot and stuff. I really like the actor that plays Black Panther. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I just find him charismatic. I just found that, like, he's so ultimate and his suit is so powerful. Yeah. I just find nothing, there to be no tension with any fight scene with him in. That's why I liked it, because there's obviously that scene where everyone gets, like, fucked over and then Thor's got to come and save Overwhelmed, yeah. And it showed Black Panther being vulnerable. It showed C- Captain America being vulnerable. Did, was he was he was like yeah he was swarmed by them. They were all just like pinned down and they couldn't do shit. Mm-hmm. But then Thor, who's now just invincible and the most ultimate, he's the the Superman, isn't he? Yeah, he is of this universe. Because I mean, he at the end, spoiler alert, um, he basically single-handedly beats Thanos. Just about. I mean, like, he, he he could have killed him. Yeah. Yeah. They they kind of massively buffed Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, After he was debuffed, um, he was nerfed in the yeah. previous movie. Yeah. They, they, um... What was I going to say? They, they surprised me in as much as... Um... Oh, I don't fucking know. Avengers. Yeah, man. Baby Groot. It's finally a teen. Teen Groot fucking dies. I love all the Guardians. They're the best thing in the in the entire MCU. I yeah. really like um, Tony Stark. Like, obviously. You can't not, really. Um, YMS doesn't. He hates Tony. Really? Yeah. I thought... <clears throat> I thought he was really good in the movie, and... The ship with Spider-Man, mm-hmm. where he tries to save Spider-Man from going onto the ship, and that because he he's the reason Spider-Man is doing any of this, and then yeah. Spider-Man dies. The guilt of it. Mm-hmm. But even though, like, if he was on Earth, he would have technically still died. So, how do you feel about the worry is that all of the Marvel movies are just going to turn into the events where? It's all about spectacle and character development is not important. So there was, you, I saw a tweet from someone saying they used to love comics until it all started to turn into, like, when's the next event kind of thing. That was something I was thinking about, like, where can you go from the stakes being this high? You know? You, you can't. <laughs> you have to go small. But I mean, the audiences like that. Do they like? They loved from... Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been yeah. awesome if, if we know, if we knew that Avengers: Infinity War Part Two was like the end. I know that's impossible. Mm-hmm. But if that was the end, that would be so satisfying. But it's I mean, not, it could not possible. It it could be the end for you. I was thinking, like, this movie, if you were, f- like, a masochist, could be the end of the... Well, it's like, yeah, it's watching A New Hope and then Empire and then just leaving it there, kind of kind of thing. It's it's less of a cliffhanger than Empire. Is it, though? If you take out, like, the characters and how they're impacted, like Luke. Luke's just found out the biggest villain is his dad and Han Solo's frozen carbonite, the, the biggest supporting character. 
It's kind of equivalent, I'd say. No, I'd say Empire's more of a cliffhanger. Yeah. That's what I said. Did you? I said less of a cliffhanger than Empire. Oh, sorry, I thought you said more. No, no. Um, it's definitely less, because... Well, you don't actually know what's going to happen after, but you can make I'd very be pissed safe off. assumptions. I, I would have been pissed off if I went to the cinema to see Empire, because it's such a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, it's not a full movie, even mm. though it is, like, a fucking amazing movie. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But this movie feels like you can watch that as a movie, and you get the full full deal. Sort of. I don't, I don't it's like feel... It's not, complete, it's not a complete story. You don't quite feel slighted, because you still... Is, I, you could argue it is a complete story because it you could write a story that ends there yeah it would be a horrible depressing story but I suppose you're right the Thanos story that it's a full it, it has a beginning middle and end it, it's all through the eyes of Thanos though isn't it yeah. it's, it's Thanos's story that's where it's like his peak I guess mm-hmm. him at the end him watching the sunset that's him achieving his goal yeah and then in the next one, we'll see his downfall, I guess. <laughs> I I am... <coughs> I am genuinely concerned about the next movie, though. Are you? Because of this time travel thing. It's just, man, as soon as you introduce time travel into anything... Yeah, it can fuck up an entire... And the amount of work they've put into this universe. It's just so annoying, because... If... If they'd have been free if someone had been free but like to kill whoever they want mm. they can't because like the big the big guys in the suits know like we need these characters these characters make money yeah but then contracts run out yeah you the thing is you have to have death mean something yeah um, otherwise stakes mean nothing yeah whenever a big baddie's coming and they're threatening to kill you, like, it it becomes trivial when you know that they're never going to die. The the plot armor, or whatever mm-hmm. as they call it. Um, it's like a well-made movie all round, um, especially considering the the enormous task of making a film of this scale. no idea how the fuck they, they did it. Without it feel, feeling like some characters got slighted. Yeah. I feel like... It, of course, everyone has their different their favourite characters. And I feel like all of them get at least a moment. Even, like, real side characters. Like, let's say you're one of the people that, like, loves Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. She does plenty. Um, everyone has something to do, mm-hmm. weirdly enough. Um, they don't all have arcs or change. They're not different people at the end of it or anything. It's so weird because it, it's it's a completely new, a new idea. Yeah, it's it's not been done before. Um, well, the the last time anything like this has happened was like the first Avengers. But every time they kind of double in scale mm-hmm. and. Ambitiousnessness. Well, Age of Ultron wasn't really. A, a Age of Ultron was like increase. a worse remake of the first Avengers, kind yeah. of, um, and that's why it didn't really click as well. But then Civil War was kind of taking the first Avengers and flipping it on its head mm-hmm. to do all the opposite and kind of subvert in that way. 
And then this one is amping everything up to a hundred to where you say the stakes are so high. What I liked about Civil War is that they sort of pulled it back with the stakes. Mm -hmm. They took it from a medium to a a rare. Damn right. (laughs) I like that. Stake. Instead of it being aliens going to destroy a city, it's just like... Almost like a covert in-house like problem. Well, it became a story of just uh, like people, mm-hmm. characters. Although that fucking scene where they're running, so goddamn stupid. Uh, you hate that an unreasonable amount. Did you like when they started running in a? I, I like. I like that they acknowledged that. You well, know, they're just really fast. At first, they were running with everyone else. And then they just you know, <laughs> and I was thinking like, why are they not going like triple the speed of mm-hmm. all these guys? And then they, and then, then they just went. <laughs> and I was like, at least you're being consistent. I thought um, every scene with Thanos was great. Yeah, and the especially the action scenes with him um, were very, very well choreographed in terms mm-hmm. of Civil War had a bit of the shaky cam stuff going on. There's none of that in mm-hmm. in this in this movie. Everything with Thanos, I guess, because he's such a big, bulking CG monster, it has to be very, very clear what yeah. he's doing, very clearly choreographed. And so uh, every punch you feel and yeah. see very clearly. Uh, and I like how when fighting him, every character has like their list of abilities, and you know what yeah. they're capable of. Yeah. So they all like combine their different abilities. And there's still there's still somehow thinking of ways to show us things we haven't seen before Mm -hmm. with this uh, concept and these characters. We've never seen Spider-Man using Doctor Strange's powers or combined with Iron Man to... Mm -hmm. and even Star-Lord thrown in there. They all have their unique little spice to add into the, the soup. And there was just... I remember thinking, like, yeah, this is cool pretty cool so far and then Thanos puts his glove up fucking pinches it together and you see the moon in the background and like the all the rocks from the moon like if yeah and then they rock it towards the planet they're on it's just fucking hell I've I've never seen anything quite on that scale but it also be grounded in in a way was because every character has their like limits and they yeah, you understand, you somewhat understand the, the, the rules of it. Whereas, one of the things I dislike the most, because I kept thinking about Justice League, one of the things I dislike the most is how it's just like everyone can just fling around like crazy. Mm-hmm. And so Why can Aquaman launch into the sky <laughs> and fly around? Yeah, exactly. He's water guy. And, and Justice League has the problem where so many of the superheroes just do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Aquaman... Superman Wonder Woman. and Wonder Woman have like, can they just all do the same thing basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to see them all have their place, and also for the action to m- make some sense within the confines. Like, sure, seeing seeing a moon being torn into shreds in the sky and launched into the planet. Sounds like it could be nauseating, yeah. like um, like the DC films often end up being. 
but there's something about the way... I think it's just all down to, like, art direction, choreography, and, like, staging, um, to get it to work. Because the whole thing flows very well. The pacing's very brisk. The effects work is, of course, very, very high and, yeah. and well, well, well polished. There was a couple of CG things you noticed that weren't the best, but... Yeah. It's whenever... CG has to interact too closely with, like, a real thing. Yeah, the biggest thing being, um, suits. Mm-hmm. Iron Man suits. Although, Tony looked pretty good with his new goo suit. It's still a little bit weird. You can always tell if mm-hmm. your brain senses it. How do you feel about the goo suits? The spider goo suit and the iron goo suit? It's like... It's so far into sci-fi that it's it's fine. Yeah. Like, there's n- no ounce of realism. The one thing is, like... Spider-Man is obviously super-powered. He can withstand a lot of it, punching in the face and shit. Mm-hmm. But Iron Man, like... How the fuck does he... So he <laughs> that moon bit that you're talking about, a huge comet slams into him yeah, and then into the ground. It's like a suit that is... On your body, it's like yeah. touching your skin. It's just nonsense, isn't it? It's just action yeah, figures hitting into each other, whatever. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. I just, I just, it, it starts to confuse my brain when I see so much matter coming from nothing. Do you know what I mean? No. Like he's got that little triangle. Oh right, yeah. And it all comes out of that somehow, and there's something in my mind is like I don't. It doesn't make any sense. But no. It's it's sci-fi bullshit. Well, they, yeah, they've been the, doing the it one, since Black Panther. So one thing that was really confusing was um, th- at one part Thanos like grabs Tony Stark's face and pulls his helmet off that is from this nano bit, and then yeah. the nano stuff just makes another one immediately. Yeah, like as if he just has it infinite. Yeah, it don't make no sense. I thought they used that in a cool way though. They actually met. It was like a, a complete necessary evil for Iron Man to even stand a chance of being able yeah. to fight Thanos. Well, otherwise it would have that like Batman problem, where what does this man do? Yeah, yeah he's exactly. got nothing. So having the like goo to hold him down and spin around him and stuff mm-hmm. was was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, because it, because it's so long. We both agreed it was not really a film we need to be revisiting anytime soon. No, I'll probably rewatch it. Um, I want to rewatch before, it before the next one. Yeah, just just as a little refresher. But uh, enjoyed it overall. I'm sure we're going to get forty thousand video essays about why why Justice League is better. Yeah, no, not quite. I don't think anyone can make that case. <laughs> why it's ruined the DC? Sorry, the MCU and how the death thing. I think people are going to be focusing on this this death. Stuff, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm I am worried, but I'm not gonna make any judgments until the next one comes out to see how they handle it. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, what are you expecting? <sighs> this is a character who's so powerful, he literally clicks his fingers, and like half the people in existence just turn into dust. Mm-hmm. Those are the levels that we're talking about going into it. Like I knew that he could, he had that. I knew that that's what that um, the stones were capable of. Yeah. 
I didn't. So why, I didn't why would they? It was quite that literal. Why would they tease that, or even let you know that that is a possibility if it was never going to happen? Mm -hmm. um, it just, it's like kind of obvious to me. Uh, we've been talking about this for ages. Should we? Yeah, let's do some questions. Yeah. Sorry for those who don't care about Infinity War, but uh, whatever. It's quite man. a big fucking deal. Bitch, you're on YouTube. Get off YouTube if you don't yeah, want to hear about this shit. Yeah. Fucking... We'll, we'll call this episode something like... The Truth About Thor? Yeah. Good shout. Thanos Explained? <laughs> ending Explained. Do Ending Explained. Yeah. That, that one always gets views. Marvel Civil War Ending Explained. It's like the <laughs> most fucking obvious black and white ending. <laughs> Where even the next movie, you can picture every single scene. That pisses me off in a lot of movies. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw one for Blade Runner. Ending Explained. What, the first Blade Runner? No. Or the new one? The second one. Blade Runner 2049 Explained. Yeah. Wait. What is there to fucking explain? It's, it's pretty fucking clear. Do you have to be that thick to not understand? <laughs> they probably talked about something completely different. Yeah. But they just called it that for the fucking views. There are only... Some movies that even deserve that, you know? And even then, mm. sometimes it's like... It's quite condescending. Yeah. Here is it explained. This is... It's not uh, It's not up to interpretation. No, this is the fact That's the it. thing. If... If you need it to be explained, then it's probably not meant to be... Explained like that. Yeah. You know? Well, so, like... 2049 is there's nothing left up to like mystery no it is very matter of fact yeah and if you didn't follow the plot then I guess that's on you not really the movie whereas a movie like uh, Annihilation does sort of have yeah Annihilation has a lot of grey area or enemy like, or I, I don't think you're like supposed to have a definite answer that's the thing. Anyway. So Goodbye, Infinity War. Hello, Reddit. I hope they're all Marvel-related questions. <laughs> what is your favorite Marvel character? The top comment was, can we get a wow from James? Sorry. You'll have to berate him on his Twitter. Let's have a quick look through these. Cre Crevelinia says a big production company comes up to you and offers a deal to make a TV show with you guys and lets you have an artistic freedom but it has to be PG-13 and relatable would you do it? isn't it not like complete artistic freedom if it has to be PG-13 you have artistic freedom but it has to be PG-13 and relatable those are some big restrictions. Um, I, don't, I understand the PG-13 bit, but I d I, what does the relatable bit mean? Surely that's up to the viewer. Yeah. Not everything's relatable. I guess they just mean suitable for a PG-13 audience. What's the actual question, though? What would it be? Uh, would you do it? Yeah. Fuck You'd yeah. have to be kind of an idiot to not... I mean, I, I don't know a single thing about making a TV show, but... Well, that's yeah. the thing. You could learn from yeah. doing it, from doing that. P 
Poofart99 says, have any of you boys ever gotten lost? Both literally and figuratively. Yeah, I've been lost many times. Literally. Um, and figuratively. What do you mean? When have you been lost literally? Like, um, when I'm in like a city and I have no idea where I am. Right. <laughs> I got lost when I went to the doctors recently. Really? How? No, it's very no, matter of fact. No, you know the the doctor that we have? Yeah. They have this building and then the stairs are like a fire exit. Oh, that, yeah. That's so it confusing. was upstairs and yeah, then I, know you mean. I had my appointment and then had to get out and I, I was just like... <laughs> yeah, man. Um, getting lost. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking honestly. Jesus. Figuratively as well. Yeah, sure. It's easy to get lost. Just, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Sometimes that's why I relate with Thanos so much. I was really downtrodden the other week, just thinking like, man. I gotta fucking slay half the people. <laughs> no, I, was, I was, wasn't thinking in terms of like, I need to be the one to kill millions of people. I was thinking, if nothing is done about this world, it might not be my problem, but... It's going to be someone's problem, and because we're doing absolutely nothing to prepare for it, it's going to be fucking abysmal. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be Blade Runner. Wow. I'd, I'd be alright living in Blade Runner. Would Eating you? bugs. It's pretty, it's pretty miserable. It's pretty fucking awesome. To be fair, if you've, all the, all the, like, profitable people just go off and live in space in that universe, so. I'd be profitable. There you go. You'll be alright then. Run with Knives 99 says, What's a video game or movie that is supposedly really good that you have no interest in? No interest in ever watching or playing? Um, Infinity War would be my go-to. Yeah, man, totally. I'm just not that. interested in seeing that. Yeah, every Marvel movie. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say fucking movie, don't I? There's no movie I won't watch, is the thing. Bitch, that's not true. What won't I watch then? Fuck news, but there's something. Actually, that, that like, six-hour movie I might not watch. Um, can't remember what it's called. But... Uh, it's more games. Um, I got loads. Like, Dark Souls. Fuck you! Dark Souls 1, 3, and Bloodborne. I know for a fact they're all very good, but I just can't be bothered. The Witcher 3. Even bought that one. You bought Bloodborne as well. Yeah, exactly. Pisses me off. Why did it piss you off? Because you're not even a fucking gamer until you played Dark Souls. I'm not a gamer. I would never self-identify as a gamer. Once you go on Instagram and you watch some of them gaming, comment for PS4. Listen, I might have got 40 kills in my last Fortnite gameplay, but... <laughs> Speaking of, we played Fortnite the other day. Me, James, and Ruben. How did that go? We came second. Really? We did nothing the entire game. We hid. It's kind of that game and we came second. Did you have fun though? Well, it fucking turned out the entire time I was downloading Warframe. That was and I was like, this game. game feels like shit. Fuck this fucking bullshit. Uh, right. And we lost. And I was like, nah. And then Warframe was downloading. Which is actually a very good game. 
Um, Any game that requires a major time investment, I'm just really not in... Which Bloodborne actually doesn't, so... Yeah, man. I'm just not into, like, games anymore. Fuck you. That's not true. It's not too true. You've been playing Star Wars Battlefront for the past, like, six days for, like, no, five hours. Just no, I fucking non-stop. haven't. Looking at Justice League. I just can't be bothered. I can't think of any games that are, like, liked, but I don't give a shit. That's what I'm saying. With games, it's kind of like um, what I am like with movies. That's not true. Yeah, it is. Games are way more expensive. There will be games I haven't played, but... No, but there won't be a game you won't play. Well, I wouldn't play, like, Civilization. Yeah, there you go. There I go. Next! Matt. God, on Reddit the text is so small. Magpie Lark says, To what extent... Do you believe that people can choose what type of person they want to be? Or in other words, nature versus nurture. There's a certain amount of choice. Yeah. Beyond a certain point. But I mean... The other the other week we were talking about the concept of uh, cycles. Yeah. And how... Um, if your parents raise you a certain way or treat you a certain way or embody a certain type of behavior into you, uh, a lot of behavior is learned. Yeah. So, unless you break the cycles, then you see you see personality traits that are learned or the result of I guess the nurture of it all. But then that's the thing, right? It's it's something like 2% of um, like the human brain is properly understood or something. So with that much space, um, that, that many variables, it's almost impossible for us to create a baseline understanding of, of how how to create the perfect human as it were where it's like okay th- this is how you raise a child this is what they where they need to live this is the school they it's need to go the to world well exactly that's what I'm saying <gasps> the variables make it pretty much impossible I think if you're born intelligent enough to be able to recognize you've been affected in certain ways then is intelligence um, learnt, though? Well, partially and partially not, because, I mean... I guess it's a case-by-case. Disabilities case. can lower your intelligence, which is a physical thing. Mm. You know? It's different brain. Yeah. Which implies that, like, the, the physical if you matter... If you don't process information in the same way that a, a healthy, like, baby yeah. is born born to do whereas there are some people that I'm sure are born with the potential to be to to strive but due to like the circumstances of their life just don't yeah 
Yeah, man. Yeah, fucking dog. Futuristic bagel asks a pretty stellar there question. Or she. All of you are chosen to direct Madagascar 4 with complete creative control. What do you do? <gasps> um, so James would... Voice every character. <laughs> voice every character, but it would be like a World War II movie. Ruben... <coughs> Just be Blade Runner 49, but with Madagascar yeah. characters. You would... You just remake Madagascar 3 because you love that movie so much. <laughs> I feel like I'd hate it if I saw it again. It was kind of it was kind of out of just being baffled by it that I loved it. Yeah. Just not what you were expecting at all. Well, I was expecting the most by the books Dreamworks movie and I got just a crazy goddamn movie full of excitement. Full of excitement. It's got a fucking terrible ending. Yeah, it does. Really embarrassing. I would, I would have it be an introspective um, character study, character study of Gloria, <laughs> and how she's actually like a, a sex addict. <laughs> Mine <Right>. would be like <laughs> the Black Panther of the Madagascar universe. How so? It would really, really bad CG. Well, the whole movie is CG. So pull it. <laughs> Stack it full of memes. It would have memes. <laughs> it would have poorly done action. <laughs> Bad CG. It would have a villain that is like good until he becomes complete dog shit. <laughs> and then you'll have someone. It'll get, be about the meerkats or something. You'll have someone get what's it like their th their throat cut and there be no blood. Remember that? That was weird. Who gets their th throat cut? Someone like at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's fucking... Sorry, spoilers for That's fucking movie. donkey bullshit. Run With Knives again asks, what's the specific character design or character design trope that you hate? I'm guessing they mean in terms of animated characters or... Not necessarily. The, a trope, for example, is like the the strong... Okay, you're dumb right. guy. Like the, the, the Destiny guys. They all look pretty generic, you know. The Destiny armor. They all kind of look a bit yeah. like Spartans from Halo. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Um, I get fed up with the DreamWorks smile. Smile. Yeah. If you search it, every fucking DreamWorks character is the exact same expression, where they're kind of like. You know he's a bit cheeky kind of expression. Yeah. Um, I assume this specifically means, like, the way they look. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't fucking know. Well, you say character designs. Well, character design or character design tropes. Yeah. So I think the big, strong, dumb guys, like, pretty cheap. And the nerd who's really smart. Yeah. Well, hello there. Nerdy characters. What about the the guy who's like, just got one more job, and then I'm gonna retire. I'm done with this. Why is he asking about appearances? Because that's not character like design a, trope. Character design to me implies like the way they look. 
Just gonna do one more job. <laughs> I'm retiring next week. I rewatched Seven and Morgan Freeman says that and I was a bit like... But he doesn't die though. That's only that's, stupid. That's what makes it okay. That's only stupid when they die. Yeah. I was gonna retire. It's an hour day. until I retire. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know it's my last day of work ever? <laughs> but Drive the, safe. The thing that pisses me off now is that that like used to be a trope in a bunch of 80s movies I think mm. and now the joke is to have that like and just do it you know is it yeah so many things have that joke I'm retiring tomorrow and then they oh, die see, in yeah. like animated stuff and it's like it's, it's not funny because I've seen this in everything ever <laughs> for the past forever years I know no other way <laughs> Of, of things being. Why can't, like, a movie conclude and then he'd be like, you know what, I'm retiring now. And then it ends. <laughs> the death is implied. I'm too old for this shit. That's, that's a good one. I'm too old for this shit. Like, Sully from The Uncharted. Last of Us. Uncharted. And he's like, I'm too old for this shit, and then climbs, like, 12 steps. <laughs> While he's going. <laughs> and, like... Sprinting around and blasting a million guys. I'm too old for this shit. Well, that would be the pseudo narrative dissonance, actually. Yeah, man. Totally, bro. Fuck that shit. I'm all about realism, bruh. <laughs> That's why I pick Battlefield 3 over Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> We've got like a minute left here. Quick, blast one more question out of the sky. Uh, I've already locked my phone. Blast that ship out of the sky! No, not doing it. I tried to unlock it, but it didn't do it, so. So you had about 18 minutes of a normal cast, and the rest was about a Marvel movie, so. Fuck you. Fuck you, baby. Give us a break. God damn it. It's fucking relevant this time. It is relevant. You know what, I just sit here and, and I, I I lock eyes with the I Can Has Cheeseburger book and That's actually a hilarious picture though. It is pretty pretty hilarious. It gives me hope. Weirdly enough. It gives me hope. Everyone check out Nomeo and Juliet. Got a few seconds. Oh, I had a good idea for one. What was it? Indiana Gnomes. Yeah. You got that one on the house, Gnome Company. Yeah, well, that'll be the next one.